<laughs> listeners, listeners, dear listeners, today you are in for a treat. I have a very, very controversial guest. Perhaps you have seen on several other media outlets. I was very fortunate to get her on my show. I want to tell you a little bit about her background so that when you hear the controversial things she says, you would know that she is speaking from a point of authority. Uh, her name is Dr. Li Meng Yan. This is her bi uh, biography. Dr. Li Meng Yan is a medical doctor, PhD, virologist, and independent coronavirus expert. She was educated at two top medical schools in China, Southern Medical University and Central South University. She was also a postdoctoral fellow in the School of Public Health at the University of Hong Kong. Because of her extensive professional network and scientific evidence, Dr. Yan has the distinction of being the only Chinese insider in the West with first-hand knowledge about the true nature of the virus, as well as the Chinese Communist Party's deceptive methods used to disguise their international bioweapons research. Since escaping from Hong Kong on April 28, 2020, she has been interviewed four times by the FBI, including an FBI virologist, and each time she has been deemed credible. Dr. Yan has spent five years researching influenza vaccines when in January 2020, she was asked to investigate the Wuhan pneumonia that was sweeping that city. With that, she became one of the first scientists outside the Wuhan Institute, excuse me, Wuhan Institute of Virology to analyze SARS-CoV-2 from her World Health Organization H5 Reference Lab at Hong Kong University. She determined conclusively that the virus was engineered in the lab to be an unrestricted bioweapon. She was determined through her investigation that the spread of the virus in Wuhan was not the result of a lab leak. Recognizing the great danger posed by the virus and the Communist Chinese Party plot to cover up its nefarious activities, Dr. Yan fled to the United States to reveal the truth to the world. Since coming to America, Dr. Yan has been the primary author of three research reports detailing the lab origins of SARS-CoV-2. Her other accomplishments include a patent-pending universal influenza vaccine as well as highly recommended articles on SARS-CoV-2 in Nature and the Lancelet, Infectious Diseases. Dr. Yan has attracted worldwide media attention, being interviewed by major news outlets in India, Spain, Japan, Italy, and across Asia. Examples include the Washington Post, Fox News, Newsmax, The John Bachelor Show, The Daily Mail, Tucker Carlson Tonight, and ITV in the UK. I am very honored to have her on this podcast, and you will hear all that she had to say. It is a lot because I asked her a lot of questions. Tune in now. Tell a friend. Share this podcast. Oh, boy. This is a good one. Jim Stroud fights to save America from the woke agenda by exposing the left and inspiring right turns with facts and informed opinions. Prepare yourself for intriguing interviews, political snark, and social commentary from a patriotic and conservative perspective. And it all starts in three, two, one. The Things I Think About podcast begins now. 
So, Dr. Yan, how are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me, Jay. Yeah, so many questions, so many questions. All right, so <laughs> let me start off with my very long list here. So um, people pretty much nowadays accept that uh, the virus that came out of Wuhan uh, came from a lab, um, but it, it's not really talked about as much as it coming from a lab now as I think it should be. Um, from what I have read and heard, that is really was somewhat of a bioweapon. Um, is this true in your estimation? Was the Wuhan virus a bioweapon, as some people think? Oh, yes. This virus actually is the type of the non-traditional bioweapon, which I define it as an unrestricted bioweapon in my reports. Because if you talk about traditional bioweapon, then if you read the uh, you know, standard definition from the bioweapon convention, you will see that they talk about for military purpose and also doing in a battle, in a war, and also it can make the large scale killing, I mean, immediately. So this is not the traditional type of bioweapon, but it works and it was designed have such purpose. So that is actually by long-term plans, Chinese Communist Party developed their novel, non-traditional bioweapon strategies to against the other countries to achieve their world domination. And yes, it comes from Wuhan and the outbreak happened in Wuhan. It is out of the lab and which is definitely not the accident, but it is not only about one or two labs in Wuhan. Actually, in the whole developed process, this involved the massive military civil fusion network all over China. And also they use the other labs in other countries, especially in America to steal their technology and to get their money, taxpayers money to support part of the development. And then finally equip all the things back in China and sent to Wuhan for their purpose to release it. Oh my, wow. So there are several labs developing things like this. Many, many, not several. I mean, one hand is not enough to count it. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> uh, how many, um, it, it, since there's so many labs working on this, this type of thing, uh, what are the chances that more bioweapons like COVID-19 would be released in the near future? Yeah, that's a good idea. You see? Once we talk about that, not only one or two labs get involved, you immediately would think about then what happened next, right? Because you know, this is not accident. So mm. you will definitely worry they have other candidates in their arsenal, right? right? So that's why you say they don't want you to talk about other labs besides Wuhan. That's something forbidden in the mainstream media even until now. And definitely China doesn't want anyone to touch that topic. So actually, let me tell you, because I am the virologist and also I worked in the WHO reference lab. So I can get access and can understand this kind of research because it's my expertise. Mm -hmm. And also I understand China because I grew up in China. So I can read their documents and I understand the CCP thinking. So let me tell you that Actually, the documents 
in China, published by the government and the military and their research institutes, has clearly mentioned their ambition to use such unrestricted bioweapon to develop the country, I mean, the, uh, the party, I mean, to, mm -hmm. be uh, uh, to be accuracy, and also achieve their goals. So in the description, they not only talk about aerosol transmitted uh, pathogens like coronavirus, they also talked about using vectors. For example, mosquito. You know, mosquito can carry Zika or dengue or other virus, right? Mm -hmm. And mosquito. also, yes, and also it can be looks like from the nature, right? So remember the non-traditional unrestricted bioweapon, the character is looks like from the nature. And also once people realize it's not from the nature, like the COVID-19, they can use misinformation and lies to deny because they have the misinformation campaign all over the world, especially in the scientific world. So I cannot tell you the number, but I can tell you China prepared over 20 years from end of 1990s. And this is their national strategies. They called it as biosafety, biosecurity, but you know, this is CCP. So that means it's under the cover of biosafety and biosecurity. Actually, they are developing their new type bioweapon to do the bad things. Wow. Um, to do this, and you said they've been doing it, planning on this for, for several years, how could they keep a lid on it? I mean, there, I'm sure there were other people who saw it as you did and decided to speak about it. Uh, I'm sure there were others. How is China able to keep this quiet for so long? So first thing is, all these things, actually most of the part are done in an open way. The thing is people didn't realize it because people who can read, who can understand those articles and who can see the purpose behind, they have to be the expert in this field like me. And also, you know, many people, because uh, especially the foreign experts, when they read that, they would still expect this is just one ex uh, experiment. Because for example, in the countries like UK or America or Australia, they have the uh, kind of uh, established law to stop people to do something and to do the surveillance but they forget in China, there is no such laws. China has law, but that law is just work for Chinese Communist Party government. And this is the biggest thing Chinese Communist Party support. So the law definitely doesn't work for this kind of work, right? So they actually can do a lot of things. And of mm. course, for the central part, they would hide. For example, like this virus, actually even until now, most, most of the people, even your government, your uh, intelligence people, and also even the uh, scientists who are looking for the lab leakage theory, they still believe that COVID-19 virus comes from a bad cave. And uh, in, in the bad cave, it's in the west of China, and the bad woman goes there and uh, somehow found it, bring it to the lab in Wuhan, and somehow it leaked. 
right? Right. But actually, from the beginning, last January, I have told all the people through the media that this virus is modificated based on the People's Liberation Army owned special bad coronavirus they found from East China. And they found it at the end of 2017. And then they published a paper in English. They called this virus as ZC45 and also another twin virus called ZXC21. And then they published the whole sequence to the NIH gene bank database. Somehow after that, you can not find uh, much research based on these two coronavirus. Because when the military discovered it from East China, from the bad coronavirus, they test it, they isolate it, they get the live virus and found, mm, they have some character we really like. Potentially, it can infect the mammal. And also potentially, it shows the character can infect the brain. That's all the things China like, and it is novel. So they do the modification after that. It's like you're playing Lego. They learn the knowledge from different type of dangerous virus, including Ebola, dengue, high avian, uh, passage, uh, passage, high passage avian flu, all mm -hmm. these things, and they play it, test it, and uh, equip it into this bad coronavirus make it to COVID-19. So because no such research exposed and the people ignore this backbone, that's why bad women can use the fake virus from West, cave, West uh, China's cave to cheat you. And then you are dragged to another direction, far away from the real origin of the virus. And then you, you see, oh, a lot of mysterious things happen. And then you start to think, start to think about uh, whether this is leakage and how much we know about this virus and all these things. So you ignore the real part of this whole story. And this all done actually almost in public, but you are hide by the misinformation. So you cannot see through it. The same thing happened in the other aspect in the virus pandemic things. And this is just one example. Wow, wow, wow. That, so why would, why would China do all of this? I guess, is it just to take over the world? Uh, I've, I've heard rumors that it's just world domination. Some have said it's the purpose of it all is depopulation. What do you think of, of, of the reason behind it all? The world domination by Chinese Communist Party is not rumor. It is clearly written in Chinese in the government documents. It is open source even. Just because Americans cannot read the Chinese document and also because the propaganda China government conducting. That's why people thought, yeah, it's rumor. Because in America, it's difficult for people to image that a government would be so evil. And to do such things, even using the unrestricted by weapon, to harm people, including their citizens, to achieve the world domination, right? Right. But in China, trust me, although people dare not to talk about it, but we Chinese people never thought that our government can do anything to achieve their goals, including harm 
our Chinese people. Because Chinese Communist Party treat all the Chinese people mm. as their slaves. And their idea is to spread the ideology of communism and to make you become their slaves too. So to achieve the goals, life, human lives, is not important for them. It is just something can be used uh, as anything else in the process. So they want to do this and they spend many years to do this. Why do they bother to care, uh, care about people's life? Because they saw, you, you remember that China government always talk about that. We have 1.4 billion people, right? right, right. That doesn't mean we love the 1.4 billion people. Let me translate to you. They want to tell you, see, we have enough people to be used in the process. You don't have so many people. And just image that when you see the mafia, mafia told you, I have 1.4 billion hostage. Right. Then you can understand it better in this case, right? Wow. Yeah. So because they have so many people, they get the impression they have so many people, or they do have so many people, then they feel that they can experiment uh, on their own people as much as they want because they have so many, such a large population. Am I hearing you correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, like that, because China always thought, the government always thought that they need to accomplish the uh, Chinese communism and the ideology, which means using the Marxism, using the Maoism, and using Chinese communism, the new style, Xi style, you know, to make all over the world become the communist, uh, you know, world. Sure. So in, in, in this case, that if you check our history, yeah, Chinese Communist Party ruled China for 70 years. How many people they killed in the big star for three years in 1960s? And also after that, the Cultural Revolution, and also after that Tiananmen event, and also recently, very recently, the Hong Kong protest for democracy. China government never care about people's life. They don't give you human rights. They just want to push the evil dictatorship and their ideology to remove your faith, to remove your thinking, to remove your freedom, and just to use you and let you become their neighbors. And then they can do everything they want to you. So that, that's how China behaved. And inside China, we know that. But outside China, because America, uh, America is a very developed, free country with democracy. So people don't have such experience and the people have faith. They respect lives and they respect human rights. So for Americans, I know that it's very, very difficult to even image the whole things. But trust me that if one day you really uh, I mean, experienced into such environment, you definitely understand what I said, but I hope it's not late because if Chinese Communist Party control America, then that day is late for you to stand out to fight against the communism. Yeah, what you said um, really resonates with me because I know that there are a lot of, there's a lot of Chinese investment in movie companies, in pharmaceuticals, in, uh, I know we get like 
some huge percentage of, of our generic drugs we get from China, uh, which I think is a vulnerability. Um, I know Chinese have a, have a, China has a strong investment in our movie companies, in our mainstream media. And that explains to me, at least in part, how they're able to keep some of this out of the public view um, because they control or they're partnered up with so much of the mainstream media. Would you, would you say that's the case as well? Oh, that is just one aspect of the Chinese communism's infiltration and manipulation in your lives. Actually, Chinese Communist Party, they mm. know how to use the weakness, the weakness of the human to manipulate people. So the big cat, also uh, the other business controlled by human. And Chinese Communist Party studied your health and studied the human's weakness, and they use this way to infiltrate and also using whatever money or other things or reputation or market to grab them and to grab them, to push them working or let them willingly working for Chinese Communist Party. And what China want to do is going through this to brainwash people, no matter it's buying propaganda or it's buying this kind of soft influence. All these things, it's just because China knows if compare the weapon, the, the military power, America is too strong. The technology in America is too advanced for China to catch up with. But using this way, it's more like the parasite goes into your body, or like the cancer cells goes into your body. And then it can take over of the whole important part of your body, I mean, America and then try to change the Americans thinking and the behaviors. So in this case, for example, we say last year, when I start to talk about this from the Chinese military lab from January 19th, via Moodle, uh, media in YouTube, Chairman Xi's office listened to that. And they realized that insider come out and they realized I found out the real backbone, the ZC45 and ZXC21 virus from military. They know that they are revealed. That's why they quickly changed their plans and which slowed down the speed of the spreading and reduced the death toll during the pandemic. But China also knows that later on, they keep using this kind of big tech, including Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube, all these tools to push the nature occurring theory. They deny, they bring people to tell the misinformation and those people can be scientists, uh, can be politicians, uh, can be the uh, other celebrities. So that's why China already prepared and also they know one day these people will be very important for their purpose. And you see such work really had the result and the whole truth was delayed, delayed, delayed. And until now that even still some people said, oh, I feel there is a chance it is from the nature and still there is some argument, right? right. So that, that's how people can say in your life, China has controlled the, media, uh, the, the big tech and the business to, uh, to change your life and to harm your life. Wow, 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 wow. So any means necessary to attain power, China, China Chinese Communist Party will, will implement it. Uh, 
Wow. Wow. This, my mind is like, this is the truth. I mean, what I tell you, everything I can show you the document from China is not, the, I mean, something even is confidential. It is just open published what the Chinese government want mm. our people to know because they want to bring watch them, make them all believe that China's purpose to dominate the world is justice, all like that. So just because lack of the culture, uh, culture understanding and also China won't let such things be properly, uh, I mean, uh, properly delivered to uh, America. So that's why you didn't get access to such uh, knowledge and you feel well, suddenly born me something new for you. Hmm. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of uh, misinformation circulating yeah. out there because of uh, what, what you were just talking about. What can, what kind of information can we trust? Should we just rely on peer reviewed studies, for example, or, or how can we find information that's true? Yeah, so this is a very good question. So, of course, for the peer review article and other things, if you want to make the judgment, definitely you have to have experience in this field. For hmm. example, I work in the WHO reference lab, the top lab, which, I mean, even compared to other reference labs, the, um, the, how to say, the um, quality of my previous lab is really the top ones. And they have the best coronavirus experience from SARS-1 to mm. MERS, you know, the Middle East coronavirus syndrome and to COVID-19. And we have the top uh, WHO experts working with us. Even my husband is one of such experts, my supervisors, all such experts. And we have the top uh, knowledge and also the technology in working in this environment. That's why I can understand, identify the um, right information, the, the uh, not and distinguish the misinformation in the pre, uh, uh, in, in the that kind of peer reviewed articles in this field. So you know but what's the, true and what's not because you actually worked there and you saw yes, the information I, I, firsthand. Exactly, I handled COVID-19 virus and the COVID-19 virus actually, I can tell you some story. It's like the uh, out of China, the first COVID-19 virus was successfully isolated. I mean, the live one come out from patient sample and you keep it live in the lab, you can do more experiment. This is called isolation and amplification. This was done by my husband in the BSL3 okay. lab. He's the top expert in this field. And then I used this virus to do the animal experiments in the PSL3 lab and publish on the top medical journal, The Nature. And this is very well accepted and recommended uh, article, which is the first one to tell people how high the transmissibility is using mm. the right animal model. Mm. But I also can tell you that other things, you can use your common sense, your logic thinking, your independent thinking, and your experience to distinguish. For example, now the government and especially certain the big people like Dr. Fauci, they want to convince you to have the vaccine and they want to tell you that vaccine should be mandated and people who don't get vaccine should be uh, blamed, should be isolated. And they tell you once we all have vaccine, then we can solve the pandemic. But you can use your logic to think about that. 
First, if you see the report, you will see that the vaccine cannot stop transmission, right? Right. So if it cannot stop transmission, why do they want you get mandate? Because if you want to have mandate, the purpose should be when people do this, this is also benefit others. Since it cannot stop the transmission, for example, I get, if I get vaccine and I cannot protect you because I still can transmit the virus, right? Right. Then what's the purpose for people to uh, push you to get vaccine? Right. And if it's not the cut, off, if it cannot cut off the transmission, it only, as they claim, reduce the severity and death rate. Then that becomes a question that whether I should choose it or not. It becomes my personal choice, mm-hmm. right? It's like mm-hmm. you go to see the doctor. Doctor tell you, mm, now I suggest you to get the surgery. Uh, then this is the pros, this are the cons. And you make decision because that's for you. Mm-hmm. You can think about it. And no one will push you to must have it because it's only for your benefits, right? right? right. So in this case, tell mandate is definitely something irresponsibility, uh, irresponsible from the government level. And also you can say that previously we have so many vaccines and I study vaccine. I have my universal influenza vaccine uh, patent impending. And I okay. can tell you that vaccines always take a long time for you to study. You need to understand what happened in the labs and then go to the animals, see whether it's good or not for the animal. And then you need to go to the clinical trial and then from small population to large population and see the long-term effects. And then you say, okay, it's safe. Then we can recommend it to people. Right. But how long it takes for the COVID-19 vaccine? Like a year, if that much. Like Very that fast. Much. Very yes. fast. Yes. How long does it normally take for, after you go through all the trials and everything, how long does it normally take for vaccine? My vaccine you ready? candidate that, uh, let me tell you, my that one is just the one type of influenza vaccine, right? Mm. So this has already a lot of experience in developing this. It's not quite new. And then it takes uh, almost five years from design to put it to the lab, to the animal and say, yeah, it's kind of safe to animal. And we now apply the pending, uh, the, the, the patent. And then it also takes a long time for you to go to the clinical trial, whether you can get approval, whether you can show enough data to go into the clinical trial one. And we don't know. I mean, now I left that lab, mm-hmm. but let me tell you, most of such can, a vaccine candidate later cannot even go to clinical one or has to stop after clinical one, phase one. Because, I mean, in the lab, in the cell, and then later go to the animal, they only can partially reflect the result from the vaccine. But we are human. The situation is very complicated. And also there are individual difference. So most of the vaccines and most of drugs, they stop in the clinical trial one. Basically, I mean, after five to 10 years, you will say, okay, I failed. Most of them are like that. That's why we don't have many vaccine candidates in the market. 
So if the average vaccine takes from five to 10 years, what do you think about this one that's come out so fast in less than a year? Do you think that is safe or do you think it is not safe? Or what is your opinion on that? Because I yeah. hear a lot of, it's all over the news, uh, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. There, there's a lot of marketing and promotion to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. But uh, to your point, when it takes 10 years for the average vaccine to come out and this one took less than a year, I mean, what can someone think about that? Yeah, so first let me tell you that I need to claim that I'm not anti-vaccine. Okay. Because yeah, good vaccine always useful for human, right? Sure. But let me tell you for these COVID vaccines, until now, I don't think there are enough data to show the safety. And also definitely from the data even they provide from the pharmacy, the protective efficacy against the variant are not good enough. And you can mm. see that all different types of data, right? Even they try to make it beautiful, it's still not a beautiful data if you check it. And let me tell you that the coronavirus is difficult for people to get, vac uh, get the good vaccine. I mean, good means effective, safe enough. Mm. Because let me tell you, for SARS-1, we spend, I mean, the whole field spent over 15 years. They didn't have the good candidate because SARS-1 had its own problem. It has something like to cause your allergy in the vaccine or the antibody, they have some special phenomenon which just exists in certain types of virus like dengue. So this phenomenon called antibody dependent enhancement it means that you can just consider it as you want a vaccine give you protection because you can have antibody. But this virus, when they become the vaccine, the antibodies you generated in your body are not only the good ones, there are also some bad ones. So the bad ones, when they feel the variant of the virus next time, they will help the variant to attack you. And this is something you have to solve before you have the safe vaccine, right? Right, right. Because we see a lot of variants always. But people didn't solve it in SARS-1. And suddenly we have SARS-2. And SARS-2 is a big version with more functions, more complications, and a higher transmissibility than the SARS-1. Somehow, within six months, they claim that they can put some vaccine to the market. So now you can use your common sense and your logic. You can ask that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, um, the big push for the boosters and, and Pfizer now has this new pill they're developing, uh, which at first, well, I'm not a scientist, but it seemed like it has ivermectin as part of it, even though they uh, frown upon ivermectin in, in the mainstream media, Pfizer is putting together something that seems to include ivermectin in it. It seems like uh, since ivermectin has been proven to work that uh, Pfizer's gonna make a lot of money <laughs> off of this pill uh, that they've created. What, what, what do you think about that? Okay, so these are two questions. Yeah. One is the vaccine booster and the vaccine yes. to kids and another is about drug. Correct. Let's talk about the vaccine booster and the vaccine to kids. Okay. So I have already issued a statement uh, around uh, 12 September to 14 September. I don't remember the exact date. Hmm. And uh, that statement is uh, 
on Google News and Yahoo News, all these media. Okay. I told people that because we don't have enough data to show the safety and also the uh, protective efficacy is not good enough. So I call for the physicians and scientists to collect more data about the virus and the adverse effects of the vaccines to make the better understanding of virus and also vaccine. And also I call for big pharmacy and NIH, CDC, FDA, these kind of authorities to be totally transparent into their scientific data to let people examine and then to help the improvement of the COVID vaccines. Because at that time, there are the booster promises, a government won't push. And we see at that timing, the FDA, the director and the deputy director in the FDA vaccine review office suddenly resent. Although they told you that it's because they feel uncomfortable about some, some uh, you know, uh, policy as uh, right. atmosphere, all these things. But let me explain to you, such Please. people won't just leave such job immediately for such reason. Okay, this is another logic thinking, right? Mm -hmm. And why do they leave at that time? Because they know that when they push the first and second dose of the vaccines, there are a potential risk. At that time, they still hope people can accept it without question. And when people have questions, they start to tell you, get more people vaccinated, and then you can stop the pandemic. So when more and more people get vaccinated, they realize that it's a stupid decision, and then they have to push you to the booster. Right? If not, people will ask them, we already get vaccinated and the percentage is high enough. Why still we have pandemic and the variants? But at that time, when they talk about the booster, still those people who in the office, who knows the nature of virology and also the vaccination vaccines, they know this is so dangerous because they say they have made mistakes before. They don't want to admit it. And if they push it, keep forward to the booster. I mean, when things happen, still cannot stop transmission, cannot stop pandemic, and the more adverse effect come out, they will definitely into big troubles, right? Right. That's why they have, have to leave. And also CDC also told them, some expert in the advisory board of CDC said, we still need more data, safety, safety data and other data to support the booster. You see, so actually because their misinformation makes the mis big pharmacy and also those policymakers and some scientists to support vaccine, but now they start gradually, uh, gradual, uh, gradually realize the problems. They have to admit, also not in public about these things. And the same will happen to the children's one because children are, growing, so their immune system is not very well developed. So if you give vaccine to children, the situation is more complicated than you give vaccine to adults. So consider that, considering that the COVID-19 vaccine infectious rate is comparably low in children, that rate is low in children, but who can guarantee the adverse effects of the uh, vaccination is all too. 
you don't know, right? It's like the it's like they're using the whole world as a, a laboratory experiment, in a sense. Uh, yeah. So that's why I have retweeted one picture that the cartoon two mouths are talking. One asks another white mouth that would you get the vaccine, and the white mouth tell the other, "Are you psycho? They haven't finished the trial in human." <laughs> it's like, oh my god! I mean, very hilarious, right? It's <laughs> funny because it's true. You <laughs> that, right? Right. Wow. So this is another common sense and logic question. So wow. uh, you also talk about drugs, mm -hmm. and let me tell you that ivermectin works, hydroxychloroquine works. There are no magic drugs. And all of these drugs, they work in certain situation, but compared to other drugs they are using now, these are the very useful and safe drugs because they were proven that worked in human for many, many years and the safety level is very high. So in this case, we say that from the beginning, actually I'm one of the first scientists who is an advocate for the hydroxychloroquine treatment mm. in the COVID-19 from last, end of last January even. But we say that these drugs so cheap. So the benefits behind it is very low. And also because uh, some people, definitely Chinese Communist Party is involved. They don't want you to know that there are drugs. They just want you to use vaccine. And especially China government doesn't want the pandemic is controlled well in countries like America, right? right? So that's why they spread misinformation, fabricate data, and manipulate those scientists to tell you that these drugs are harmful and they doesn't work. Somehow, if you see that there are doctors, brave doctors in America, they face to the risk to be withdrawn the license to use hydro chloroquine and ivermectin to treat people, especially for the prophylaxis phase and also early treatment phase, really works and saved a lot of people's lives. So we, we should let people know that. Yeah, Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, there, there are methods, there are treatment, especially in the right timing, you can be saved. Wow. It, it my thinking has been that in addition to the uh, CCP amassing more power, I've always looked at it from the standpoint as well as there is a lot of money being made <laughs> off of this uh, whole incident. And I keep thinking how that money aspect plays into this. Uh, I mentioned about the Pfizer's pill and how it's a lot like ivermectin, but ivermectin is really cheap in comparison to a lot of pills. So I imagine Pfizer's pill, which uses, which is, I think it's going to use ivermectin. It's going to be really expensive and they're going to make a lot of money off of people because of it. Uh, do you think I'm thinking crazy or am I thinking logically? I think all your talk can be evidence-based because the price is, is there and mm. the way they suppress the uh, cheap drugs like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin was seen. And also they can make money. Yes, of course, by using these drugs. Right? right? So the whole logic established. And also because the big pharmacy and also people, especially like Dr. Fauci is kind of leading scientists 
they already seen the benefits be, behind that. <laughs> That's why they choose to use this way. I mean, you know, in the field of the pharma pharmaceutical uh, companies and also scientific field, just the top people can control the whole, you know, um, influence of all the things. Right. So, for example, Dr. Fauci tell you that hydroxychloroquine doesn't work and vaccine work. And if you want to get treatment, you have to buy some big pharmacy, for example, like Pfizer's drugs. Mm -hmm. Then this will be spread quickly around the main, uh, mainstream media. And they have the campaign to behind them to support such propaganda. And they keep brainwash you from the scientific conference to your physicians, and then to your advertisement you, you read from the newspapers, all of these things. And then people will choose to believe that because what, what else you can do, right? Right, right. I, I, I definitely can see how he might not have the best interest of the American people in mind. Uh, but what about organizations like the World Health Organization, for example? Um, do you think they're motivated by keeping the world healthy? Oh, what I want to talk about is WHO's right now. pocket. We hope it can jump out of the pocket. Mm. But that's uh, yeah something we need to see, right? Yeah. Because I'm the first scientist who stay in the, I mean the, the world stage tell people that WHO is corrupted with Chinese Communist Party. Just back to the you know December thirty first uh, two thousand nineteen, mm -hmm. I was appointed to conduct this confidential investigation uh, for the Wuhan outbreak on behalf of WHO reference lab. And then what happened is after that, all my investigation from the Chinese military and civilian labs, hospitals, even China CDC, feedback to those experts. And then they all keep silence because they know China doesn't want them to talk about that. And they forget, totally forget their task their mission is to survey, uh, you know, surveillance, do the surveillance. When they say the emerging infectious disease happened, they should re report to WHO and WHO has to release it within 24 hours. They didn't do that. And they threatened me, they warned me to keep silent. If not, I will be disappeared. And you later you will say that when the human to human transmission already exists, when the pandemic actually already start to fall, WHO tell you, don't worry, and keep traveling. And then later they tell you more and more lies. You can say now, you, you, if you go back to the news last year, you will say it's like jokes, right? Right. So Chinese Communist Party, let me tell you one fact. Uh, as I told you, China focused on the studies, the policies about the bioweapon and bioterrorism for many years. Yes. So in the Bioweapon Convention Geneva meeting in 2005, they pointed that WHO as a surveillance organization to monitor the whole world for the bioweapon studies. And after that, right from 2006, Chinese Communist Party helped one Hong Kong doctor named Margaret Chen to become the general secretary of WHO from 2006 until 2017. And after that, it's Dr. Tedros and they were very good friends. So you see, did you see the connection behind that? 
Yeah. How they are in the pockets. So the CCP controls the World Health Organization, pretty much. Um, you said a lot of interesting things, a lot of dangerous things. Uh, how has your life changed since you started speaking out about this? Uh, I started to speak from 19th January, 2020. But at that time I was in Hong Kong. So I had to anonymously deliver my message to the Chinese YouTube blog, blogger, Mr. Luder and let him deliver the message out. Hmm. Because the message immediately triggered Chairman Xi Jinping's office, uh, just to emphasize that, because that is a anti-CCP YouTube channel, and because it always tells the truth, do the very uh, insightful, the analyze of the news. So the China government, especially Xi's office, they focus on that China. So from that time, we see the response that right mm. after my message delivered, within four hours, China immediately announced the triple time of cases. And again, they increase. And then they, the same day they admit, the first time admit that human to human transmission exists. Great. And also Chairman Xi also the same day issued his uh, order and to put the SARS-2 level to the infectious disease level as same as SARS-1. And then three days later, they locked down Wuhan. So I know that what I'm doing the things, before I do that, I know it's risky, but I just want to guarantee the message delivered uh, in time because I try to call for the international pressure to give China government and to push them to control the pandemic. Somehow it works because it, change their plan and make them have more and more mistake and leave evidence after that. But I also know that China has their power and capacity to get me and I will be disappeared at any moment. So after that, I stay in Hong Kong for three months and I keep doing my work. I publish paper on the top medical journal, uh, but I keep delivering the message out to the media to tell people and warn Chinese Communist Party, force them to stop some bad things. And until that uh, end of April, I got a, a warning from Mr. Luder that I'm in the target, uh, I'm, I am already the target of the China government and they want to disappear me. So I escaped to US. And after that, I can go to the media like Fox News, uh, to tell people the, what happened in China by myself. China government never stopped hunting me. And also they recruit the national power and using their international propaganda campaign to attack me and smear me like crazy. In mm. China, they hold my family and I'm the only one child at home. Oh. My parents and my Family member, my friends are under the surveillance and my mom was arrested by the government for many times in and out. I have Starting to cut off. Yeah, uh, that is how China works. I have to cut off the connection. And they send my husband, the Sri Lanka, uh, from the guy from Sri Lanka and who's uh, also expert in WHO to America. Now he's in America to try to hunt me on behalf of China. Your Maybe, husband is trying to hunt yeah. you down on behalf of China? Yeah, he's helping that. And there is evidence already 
even before I leave Hong Kong, he tried to stop me and make me disappear. And since I came to Hong Kong, he tried to stop my going to my appearance in Fox News, and which later were verified by the lawyers in Fox News as he's not credible. And now by the record of the immigration, he is in America. And I got intelligence to tell me that he came here to make the emotional killing to help me disappear for wow. Chinese Communist Party. I'm hiding now. Yes, that's the truth. And if you see that there were, uh, for example, there was a FireEye report from the company, the FireEye, they analyzed the cyber attacks for me on the media and all over social media in seven languages. And they have different type of the cartoons propaganda, uh, and other kind of propaganda, even protest to smearing me and the claims that I'm uh, Asian, anti-Asian, because I tell people virus come from China. And they said, I'm a liar. They, they discriminate me and they discredit my reputation. All the things they are doing, just try to make me silence because China know I'm the insider and I know so much. They want this pyramid. Well, I, on behalf of the American people and everyone listening, thank you for your bravery. Thank you for getting the, the truth out. I definitely will be posting this very soon as everyone listening to share it with their family, with their friends, with a network and get the, the word out. Uh, wow, I, I, I respect you and I thank you for, for all, all you've done on behalf of humanity, not even the country, on behalf of all humanity, because you are definitely putting it on the line. Thank you so very much. Um, one last question that a friend of mine wanted me to ask you. Uh, before we go, if someone has already been vaccinated against COVID, what are your thoughts about getting a flu shot? Uh, uh, thank you for your words, Jim. And for the last question, I want to say that still we need more uh, studies to understand the virus because first China didn't give us a recipe what have been done because it's going through different labs and each lab using their expertise to change the virus, to make it lethal to human. Uh, more harmful to humans. And among all these functions, some will have random results, some will be neutralized. So we have to first understand what they have done. And also based on the modification, we need to focus on what really happened to human after such modification. So before we know all these things, I mean, it takes a long time. We don't know when we will finish that. I want to tell people that for example, something you can do, mm. like you can go to um, ask your doctors to check something called D-dimer. D-dimer? Yes, D-dimer. Dimer is D-I-M-E-R. D-dimer okay. is okay. a marker to show that whether you have the risk of the blood clot. Because the spike protein of the virus was shown that in the uh, study, can damage the vessels. And you know our vessels all over our body, right? right. Once vessels damaged, you will have the chance to have the blood clot. And how could you know where you have blood clot? You check the D-dimer. And although you don't know where exactly, but you when you say the, you know, the value increase become positive, you, it is a signal to tell you somehow you have this risk 
Oh, you so, have so, some. So checking the D-dimer will, will check your risk of getting a blood clot. This is, this is one of the way can help you. And okay. once you see that, your doctor can prescribe you some blood thinner if it's available for you. Okay. And this is a traditional way we do to deal with other type of the blood clots. So it is safe. You just check the blood. You see whether the value is high and this is easy and cheap. And there are other things I think later we will know whether we can do or not. But what I want to emphasize is this vaccine never stops transmission. And you have to really think about whether you are safe after vaccine, because we know reinfection after vaccination, the rate is still, I mean, the number still increase in clinics. And also because there are other data show that antibody dependent enhancement happen in humans uh, data. So you have to consider that whether this would bring you the more danger when you face to the variants. And I cannot tell you all the things to I mean the way to solve this, but I hope to help other scientists will work together to figure it out as soon as possible and to tell people in the future. Dr. Yan, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on my show and for sharing all this information. I hope it's not the last time that you're on my show. Uh, you're, you're welcome back anytime you want. <laughs> thank you, Jim. Thank you for your effort in spreading this truth to your audience. And I hope you and your audience can let more people know what we are facing to now. Especially to remember that China sitting there, they are celebrating the trophy. Because of the COVID-19, they call it anti-COVID trophy. Mm. From this year, they put the new strategy in the next five years national plan as to use emerging infectious disease prevention and the control to achieve the communism domination in the world. So think about what will happen and mm. you will realize it's urgent for us to do the action to fight against the communism. That's the only way to solve the whole things. Mm. Wow. Um, hmm. Wow. Now I know you're on, you're on Twitter. Is that correct? Yes. So people you, want to you, sort of send you a message that they can catch you through Twitter. What's your uh, Twitter handle? Uh, my Twitter handle, actually, uh, if you can, please put my, the, uh, picture of my Twitter handle there okay. because it's at Dr. Dimon Yin one, but folks that there is only one authentic account which has over 110 followers because if you check my name you will see there are over hundreds of the fake accounts pretend to be me on Twitter oh, because wow. China government doesn't want people to see the real information I delivered so they try to use the fake account sure. to stop people to see the real information so the followers numbers are the things to tell you which is the right one. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. And I'll put that in the podcast description for those listening as well. Thank you. Thank, so much. You, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. You just heard the things I think about podcast. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard. 
Jim Stroud wants to hear from you. Contact him at jimstroud at jimstroud.com. And while you're at it, share this podcast and spread the word that it's up to us to save America. 